0: How about this fucking team right here? Dustin Brown,
1: shorthanded for L.A.,
0: Score! Here is Goligosky, he gets leveled at the blue line by Dowdy. Three for it, for it. uh 4 kind of like it. And on the right-wing side, here is DeFoli <laughs> shoots, he scores! There's oh! oh! some swagger. Yeah, this is it, this is what we do. Battling through it, playing fun way.
1: This is for you, Kings fans, wherever you may be. Okay, it feels like it has been a whole lifetime since we've recorded anything, and I have to remember how to do this, but we're back. Thanks, bud. Season five, apparently, which is also nuts that we have done this for that many years. Already. Yeah, I had but no idea we
0: until we had to like look back and be like, what season are we on? Oh, probably like three or something. Five. How did that happen? Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah, it's nuts. Like, I had to go through all of the old stuff because we're trying to make some changes to the site and whatnot, but, and like organize everything. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess we are entering the fifth season of doing this. that's crazy. We did start in 2013. Um, But here we are again, ready for more. And hopefully, this season, I feel could be more exciting than last season, which um, had some highs and some super (laughs) lows. And we're just kind of, I won't miss it. Yeah,
0: good riddance to the last season. And I'm excited for this new one. There's a lot of changes. So Like in seasons past, it was always just like, oh, well, not much has changed, but maybe like the players will have changed or they'll have figured out how to play with each other a little bit more. But there's been wholesale changes to players like people in the roster and coaching staff and just like the way the team is managed that things could get interesting is really what I'm saying here
1: yeah i didn't get to watch the san jose game really at all i watched highlights and stuff after but i watched most of the first game and it was interesting to see the kings like trading chances a little bit more and people talking about the differences and stuff i think just having that element of newness is going to make at least, you know, the first half of the season really interesting to watch, maybe the entire season. And then hopefully they have enough success and um, interesting games happen or whatever that regardless of what they do by the end of the season will have been like, that was really fun to watch unfold. Um, But hopefully they do make the playoffs this year. That would be great.
0: Yeah, exactly. Seeing everyone and how everyone fits into their new roles um, is going to be awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. I really think that regardless of wins. But It would be nice if we could keep doing this through uh, the postseason because it gets kind of the summer gets real long (laughs) if we don't have hockey that we need to talk about, Um, and I'd like for that to not happen. Yeah,
1: me too. Okay, so I did listen to some of our last episode from last season and the last that we spoke, um, the Kings had already fired Dean Lombardi and Daryl Sutter, but they had not figured out replacements yet. So now. Of course, all of that stuff is figured out. Just a quick recap for all of us, even though we know it. Um, new coach John Stevens, who technically an old coach, but now he's the head coach. So cool for him. Um, he they got rid of Davis Payne. He's no longer with the Kings, and they got some new guys for assistance. So we have. Uh, Dave Lowry, who is Joel Lowry's dad, who played with the Rain for a couple years, but I believe is no longer with the Kings organization. Um, anyway, so we're sort of familiar with that family. Um, Don Knockbauer, who had had some success with uh, the Spokane Chiefs, I believe, in the WHL. So a new challenge for him, but a guy who knows how to make winning things happen um and Pierre Turgeon, who was hired as um exclusively an offensive coordinator because the Kings are trying to build on what they already have established and that defensive core and those um the the defensive minded responsibilities uh and just I don't know switch it up make it more fun on offense and like we already mentioned saw them trading chances a little bit so uh we'll see where that goes I think I'm most excited about that we all want more
0: goals (laughs) it's it's our lament every year it's everyone's lament every year is like great this the kings are so strong defensively uh but will they ever score a goal or will they just continue to pass the puck around for the entirety of a power play and never do anything (laughs) or not even pass the puck around just keep losing it out of the zone nonstop. So, we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah. I, I'm excited and hopeful. I mean, it's only been a couple of games, so uh, there's not a lot to draw conclusions on. Actually, I don't know. By the time we post post this, they might have played their third game, but right now, as of Tuesday night when we are recording this, um, they've only played two games. They've won both, which is super dope, uh, but it's still too early to exactly tell what the full changes are for this team in terms of playing style. But Interesting to start, and I hope that they continue to experiment and explore and um, see what happens. So we also have some new players around. Well, Mike Camillary is back, so new but not new. Um, but there's also guys like Alex Ayafalo who made a really big impression during training camp. Um, he's playing with the team. Christian follen who they traded for from the Minnesota Wild. Curtis McDermott, who has been in the system, but also really shown in um, – the preseason, so he made the roster. Um, Oscar Fantenberg also here. Um, and then some people who are not new but ha- but got a chance to start with the roster at the beginning of the season. Adrian Campay and Johnny Brodzinski. So the Kings turn it over a new leaf in a lot of ways. A lot of movement that we're not used to seeing. I... I think it's really cool. Are you excited by any of these names so far, Diane? I
0: am super excited about Adrian Kempe. We've seen him play before yeah. and he is so good and he's so fast and I think he b- brings like definitely a different style to the Kings, something that encourages more uh just like more puck movement, more offensive play and I hope that rubs off on everyone else. Um and so I'm stoked about him. And I Ayafalo, he had played well in, like, the games that I've seen of him. Like, he was playing with, like, uh, Andre Kopitar for a bit and seems to be holding his own and not being, you know, terrible, which is all I really ask of uh, rookies at the very start. And so it looks promising.
1: What I really like, too, in these first couple games with these new guys is that they seem really aggressive, which yeah. is great, because I feel like in the past – Not that players were discouraged from, you know, trying to shine, but I feel like, I don't know, they played it a little safer. And I think because it's almost like the Kings are starting from scratch to figure out what they have available. Even the new players are like, all right, this is my shot. I'm really going to go for it. And so that's why you had guys like McDermott and um, I follow like standing out in the preseason because they were just everywhere and really trying hard. Um, And that's dope. And I hope they keep it up.
0: Me too. I'm, I'm really, this is why I'm so excited about just like all of the changes is that I, I hope that it spurs everyone else to try something new. Um, not that like it was what everyone else was doing was bad, but like maybe something new is going to be a little bit more fun, a little bit more productive. Um, and I hope that all of this gives them sort of like a blank slate. Uh, so instead of trying to make big changes in an already like stringent and structured team, everything is up uh, like up in arms, uh, pretty much, so everyone can try kind of whatever they want and see what works. Right. And that's real cool.
1: Yeah, I think that's really dope, and it, yeah, like I just said, it just makes me eager to see what they're doing and interested in what they got going on. So, and it helps that they've won their first couple of games. Um, apparently, they hadn't won a home opener since 2011, <laughs> so they started this season by shutting out the Philadelphia Flyers, which is dope. Um, and you know, at this point last year, Jonathan Quick was already out with an injury, so big <laughs> improvements already.
0: Great work! They didn't. uh, They didn't lose that steam either, and won their second game, uh, which they hadn't done since two (laughs) thousand two, two thousand three, which is absurd. (laughs) Like, Uh. because I remember. So when that happened, I was like, "Oh, I wonder." It feels like it's been forever, and I just kept hitting back in the years to see when the last time it happened was. And I was like, oh, this is too far. I must have missed something. But no, no. it's been since then.
1: That's ridiculous. I just the ways that the Kings impress us with their failure, even though it's like clearly they've done some really spectacular things since 2000, what you said, two or three. 2002, yeah. Um, they've won a couple Stanley Cups, and yet they find ways to just remind us of the horrible history that they have. Um, quite impressive.
0: Uh, yeah, that's definitely a lot of fun.
1: Um, some downer notes, I guess, is that, you know, with change comes losing players as well, although for the most part, guys that they lost, um... It was not because they traded them away or something like that. So they lost Brayden McNabb because he was the player claimed in the expansion draft, who I actually kind of miss, <laughs> just because I liked Braden. I McNabb. kind of
0: miss Brayden McNabb, too. Why did they not take and- – like, what's his name? Oh, my gosh. It's a new season. <laughs> yeah. Andy Andreoff? I definitely was going to legitimately say Andre Andrioff. Um, oh, why didn't they take Andy Andrioff? We really should have made – uh, for your consideration to the Golden Knights to take Andy andrea.
1: <laughs> True. Oh man, what a missed opportunity! Missed for opportunity. Us. <laughs> we
0: were really not putting uh, any effort through that because that would have been lovely.
1: <laughs> oh man, now I wish I could go back in time just to make that happen. Um, <laughs> last time we just did a graphic. We could have dude do, could have done like a cool video this time to just really sell him <laughs> to the Golden Knights.
0: Oh God! If only missed opportunities next time. You know, next time there's an expansion <laughs> draft, we'll uh we'll um try to get them to take the person we like least.
1: Right, <laughs> right, we'll be on top of this more.
0: When when um, Andy Andreoff is still on the team and we're like please take him away.
1: Yeah. Um something I thought about, not I mean the Kings lost him or, you know, the uh trade deadline, right? Dwight King. Um but it's weird to think that he's like he's still gone and so I think part of me whenever players are traded at the deadline or even over the summer, it's like my it takes a while for my brain to really accept that it's forever and not like just for a period of time and he was going to come back this season
0: because there's so much of a long stretch when they're not doing anything yeah um that because like if you're a traded mid-season or if you're you know traded right at the beginning or whatever it's like cool um will you like see them a week later in a different jersey and you're like, oh, it's so real. But if you just like read about the news of the trade deadline, and then the season starts, and you're like, oh my god, yeah, that happened. Um, it it is a bummer because I did really like Dwight King.
1: Yeah, and I don't, I haven't heard about him signing anywhere else. Where is Dwight King? Come home, Dwight King. <laughs> Come back here. <laughs> and then, actually, speaking of players who are gone, and then you'll see them again. So, uh, Jordan Nolan. Also gone, but he was lost to waivers at the start of the season. And he's with Buffalo, who the Kings play, I don't know, a few days from now. So that is also going to be super strange because, I, especially, like, thinking of them together. I'm so used to King and Nolan. And now they're both oh, gone. It's just very strange to continuously watch, like, the cup team sort of get chipped away until it's just a handful of guys or whatever. Yeah, it's wild. So lost McNabb, lost Jordan Nolan, so... um Goodbye to them. Um, Alec Martinez has been day-to-day with a minor injury, though I think he's skating again now, so he should be back soon. Marion Gabrick got injured, I think, in the preseason at some point. Surprise,
0: surprise. So
1: who knows what's going on there. If he will ever come back, maybe he will. Um, But he's out for now. And I think that's kind of all of the major news around where the roster is currently.
0: Dwight King is in Russia. He's in the KHL.
1: Oh, oh, I forgot. I think I did see that. Dang, so far away, Dwight.
0: (laughs) Automobilist Yekaterinburg.
1: Okay, that sounds real.
0: I don't know what that is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Best of luck to Dwight King. Man, yeah, it's just weird. Okay, I have to get used to that. Uh, Okay, but so moving on to some more happy news, though. I thought it was pretty cool that the first goal of the Kings season was scored by everyone's favorite, who I was really excited when they talked about it afterwards were like, he did a great thing and reached double digits in goals scored last season.
0: Yeah, he did. (laughs) Yeah, he did.
1: (laughs) We we celebrated it pretty hard. Trevor Lewis, ladies and gentlemen, first goal scorer for this season.
0: (laughs) He needed a banner raising for that. And then... (laughs) To go from double digits to, I think, is an excellent almond for this season, uh, scoring the first goal of the King season. Beautiful.
1: Please, keep it up, Trevor Lewis. I would also like to say, just quick sidebar, that I I've n- I've never played those NHL games, but my sister um, got me the one from a couple years ago, NHL 15, and, because it was super cheap now. Um, just she was like, "You like hockey? Here's this video game," and I was like, "Sure." Um, so I played it, and Trevor Lewis scores a ton in this game. So not reality, but I'm gonna take it as a sign. More Trevor should, Lewis this season.
0: <laughs> should he be practicing playing NHL since t- 2015? Is that, is that should that be part of his
1: training? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Should least we just get him like a booster? really a really
0: pixelated? I know that the graphics have improved from like the. You know, really old uh, NHL games, but like, should we just get him like a more pixelated jersey? Just like channel, I think so. Channel your avatar from NHL. Be the hero. Twenty fifteen.
1: Yeah. I also like to play Mike Richards in this, because like, the roster is basically Aww. the 2014 roster. So I'm Mike Richards, Aww. and Trevor Lewis scores a lot. <laughs> um, so that's what's going on. What sort of I...
0: crazy fantasy world are you in in that video game? <laughs> it's
1: super bizarre. Regier hasn't retired yet. It's very strange. But that's what's going on in NHL 15. Sidebar. Gonna... <laughs> yeah.
0: Sidebar about Regier. So I just moved. And new place, I had to get rid of a lot of things. All right, cool. A lot of King's stuff that I got for free kind of, you know, got donated. I, like, do not need them. But one thing that stayed with me and also got an upgrade because it's in a frame is a signed Ron Regeer <laughs> player card.
1: Oh, that's great. I thought you were going to say you had to throw out Regeer, and I was like, this oh, is no. terrible. Oh, no, no, no,
0: no, no. <laughs> it is absurd. It is the weirdest thing, uh, because if asked... What is good about this person? I can say almost nothing. Um, <laughs> yeah. There is no notable thing that he has done, except to be uh, an, a a grandpa looking young guy, youngish guy, <laughs> yeah. um, who stole my heart, and now is a framed photo in in my home. So,
1: oh, Robin, that lives cool. on in your place of living and just, also in this video game i just started yes playing. exactly so gone but not forgotten where it matters yeah, never <laughs> um so oh one more big change for the kings this season of course is they found a replacement for bob miller his name alex faust i like him a lot so far i really like his voice i think he's doing a really good job it's strange to not hear what you're used to but i think he's cool so far i don't know what do you think of alex
0: i think he's great i think his voice is excellent smooth as silk um he's he's doing really well playing off of jim fox as well um so like that dynamic is obviously nothing's going to be the same as jim and and bob but um it's i think it's going great so far he's doing great at you know, all of the play-by-play, uh, it's really clear, good to follow, like, all of the technical stuff is, is excellent, and then the chemistry is good, too. Um, I like that he also just kind of, like, lets Jim continue to do his thing. Yeah, (laughs) Um, I mean, say whatever he he wants to say, um, but, yeah, I think it's, I think it's going great so far. Obviously, it's, he's never gonna be, like, a replacement for the Bob Miller, but, He's a great play-by-play guy so far.
1: Yeah, I watched the little... So they did a summer special, and like part of it was showing his road trip cross-country to move to Los Angeles. And there was this moment where he just kind of said, you know, I'm going to take this new job. He was talking about why he decided to do a road trip across the country and stop at a bunch of cities with his dad. Um, But he was saying that, like, I'm going to have this job, and so I'm not going to be back in New York for years. And so I, I think he mostly meant it as he like then at least the next couple years hopefully like he has this job for a while but it didn't make me have this moment of like you know you know Bob Miller got this job and then was here for decades. so <laughs> you never know potentially like Alex spouse like he could just be the voice of the kings for a long long time um, if things you know continue to work out well for him, which is kind of Fascinating to think about that you are potentially seeing the beginnings of someone's like really extensive career, um, but also really cool so far. And I think he's doing well, and I'm excited for him.
0: That is true. Like, we take for granted that there is a voice of the Los Angeles Kings for so long. And now that that like era has ended, uh, yeah, this could potentially be the start of a new one, which is crazy to me. Yeah, Um, it's nuts. (laughs) I also love that they're. I hope that that's a thing that continues. Like, whether it's him or or if it's someone else, you know, whatever. We don't know what's going to happen. But I like having, you know, your legends that broadcast for your team for, like, all this time. Like, you know, like Vince Scully and, like, all those things. I like having, like, all right, that was the Bob Miller era of broadcasting and now maybe it's, like, the Alex Faust era of broadcasting or whoever it ends up being. Like, I like that continuity. I like everyone's memories of like growing up listening to so-and-so call the games and like that's such like a beautiful part of their childhood going into now like we're gonna start to see a transition of like kids who are getting into it today you know hearing a particular voice or a particular style and for that to like continue on to the future and that's really cool
1: Yeah, it's fascinating to to think about just in that context of like, oh, this could really last for a long time. And I I hope it does. I mean, that would be cool, you know, just for us to be like, yeah, I remember when he started.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, the I remember (laughs) when.
1: Um, it's going to happen. It's it's going to happen. <laughs> I already feel like that just about, like, 2012, so it won't even take it long true. for that to happen for me, personally. Uh,
0: <laughs> so, all my rocking chair, like, I remember when all this
1: happened. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just wanted to mention that change and that it's going well so far, and...
0: Also, you know. I like I like that we're talking about him as like a future potential legend or whatever, or like having a long career with the Kings. And it's weird thinking about that when he's like younger than us. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's like a strange it. thing to be like <laughs> this. This kid is is going to be the future, and uh, it's just like a really weird thing to. I mean, not that much younger, but still younger. <laughs>
1: Yeah, what a job to get at you know your a young age twenty eight yeah that's nuts.
0: (laughs) Yeah, anyways, congratulations, Alex.
1: (laughs) Keep it. Oh, wait, one more thing on him though that I was wondering as you were talking about Jim Fox is I didn't really follow the process of hiring a new voice for the Kings, but did they have like now I'm wondering did they have to do like a chemistry test chemistry test (laughs) with Jim Fox? Because if so, I absolutely want to see those tapes.
0: Please, oh my god. Like how, it, like when the DVD season, uh, like DVD, um, DVDs come out of like TV shows and they show like the initial uh, auditions and like the chemistry tests for different characters. Like, just have that on there would be pretty hilarious. Actually, uh,
1: yeah. The next time the Kings have any reason to make some sort of DVD, like please. Part of me is, like, pull off some unlikely Stanley Cup win um, because it's awesome, but also so I can see random behind-the-scenes tidbits like, you know, stuff about Alex Faust and his chemistry test with Jim Fox. Let me have it.
0: All we ever want (laughs) is weird behind-the-scenes stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's
1: That's literally all we
0: want. (laughs) I would be so happy if I just produced, like, behind-the-scenes segments um, of just, like, Kings things or like just random players. I don't care. Just like behind the scenes bits are the best. (laughs)
1: Um, Another um, example of what would make really great behind the scenes content is apparently this week because the Kings randomly had three days off (laughs) after playing San Jose. um, They have been doing team building exercises. They were supposed to happen before the season started, but they've been happening the last few days, I guess, or at least um, on Monday. Um, But anyway, here we go. This is from John Stevens. He says, there will be some challenges. They'll have some guidelines that they have to work through, and if you don't pay attention, you start to get penalized when you don't follow the rules, so usually chaos sets in. They'll have big areas roped off where they might have to rescue something from the middle where they can't access it, so you got to figure out a way to access it. They've got to get through a web of restrictions. There are several different things that they'll do, along with some trust exercises and some personality communication exercises that they'll do. One guy will have the pieces, the other guy will have the picture, and he's got to explain how the pieces go together to paint the picture, so communication becomes a real factor. There's lots of little things that they do that are pretty dynamic, and again, the lessons are obvious. And it also said that the coaches have a team, so that's amazing, and I need just like a great blooper reel, basically, of all of this nonsense, because it sounds ridiculous, but also fun.
0: Um, it sounds amazing. Like, please let me see one trust falls, and two, everyone going through an escape room together. I would love. to oh, see man. the King's That'd so Room.
1: That'd be so good. Please, and, like,
0: <laughs> and, like different themes, and who's good at what, and who's just like, fuck this, and just starts turning over everything in the room to try right. to look for clues, regardless <laughs> of like where it belongs and like the, the the arc of the the escape room, like, in the timeline of it. They're like, I found this key. They're like, there's no keyhole. They're like, whatever. It's for later. It's <laughs> like, puts yeah. it in their pocket. Like, who's the guy who's gonna be like, alright, everyone, let's figure this out. And who's the, like, nihilist who's just like, pulling books off shelves, being like, there's got to be something in here. Uh, yeah,
1: and you need to know who, like, inhabits those roles. The people who are strategic and the person, or the person who becomes paranoid and feels that everything is a clue, even if it's super not a clue, and they're just oh, like... Oh, yeah,
0: someone someone starts tearing <laughs> up the carpet, being like, there has to <laughs> yeah. be something in there. And then, like, over the intercom, over the intercom, the person who, like, works the escape room is like, uh, sir, I promise you, there is, there is no clue in the carpet, and or the vents stop taking (laughs) apart our room.
1: That's the kind of stuff that I want. And I feel like, they really, the King's organization should just bring us on as consultants for wacky behind-the-scenes items that they could publish. We obviously would be very good at it and enthusiastic about it. And I think the the players
0: would, too, because everyone needs a break every once in a while. So why not do an escape room? Why not go to uh, like Universal Studios Halloween Haunt? and like go through a maze and who like who is the king that will lead the pack and who's the king that gets real scared and is clutching someone's shirt as they go through a maze like come on <laughs> yeah got it i gotta know
1: i mean i am fascinated every time they post one of those videos of them getting a soccer ball stuck in an event and how they figure how to get it down so i would absolutely watch little nonsense things like this where they have to work together all the time. It would be great. Please film it.
0: From all those videos, I don't think that there's a strategic person that's playing soccer because it always ends with, like, ceiling tiles and lights broken. And they just take the brute force approach where they just, like, jam a sign up there and it's like, cool, ball's done. Right. Someone else will do this.
1: <laughs> so more of that. So I thought that was, like, this was in a... Th- thing about practice notes or whatever so i was like all right i'm gonna skip all of the relevant hockey information and just go straight to the nonsense part of it that's what i'm into
0: did you see the dustin brown being the one to do the superman run and jump
1: what no (laughs) amazing
0: oh my gosh okay can i just read the beginning part real quick because i just opened it yeah yeah Uh, they were instructed to help each other over a four foot high rope one by one without touching it which left the last person stranded. Solution? Quote, Dustin Brown ended up being elected to do the Superman run and jump, Mike Kimmolari said. It took a lot of trust, but he just ran and did it with a lot of arms and his legs. Oh my
1: god.
0: <laughs> that's so oh, that's good. beautiful. Where is the video? Where this is, is what video? I need. <laughs> also, <I'm telling> you. <laughs> it says that... Uh, so they like split up into teams and stuff, and Trevor Lewis said that his group won. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's obviously the start to a great Trevor Lewis season.
1: Come on! I'm saying so many good omens here. Like, what's up? Trevor Lewis, it's your year. And last <laughs> year was know. Trevor Lewis's year, so we're just building on a good thing here. I'm excited.
0: You can only go up. Actually, oh, you can man. go very far down, so I didn't have set that. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully... He's just going up.
1: Yeah, I I absolutely need all of these team challenges and bonding exercises. I need them immediately. <laughs> Please. Basically, like, lots of chemistry tests for the Kings. Oh, um, so
0: great. They,
1: they also had that China trip in the preseason, which was also good for bonding. They spent six days traveling, and some of the video footage from that is pretty good, particularly when they're all going what is it, the tub- is it the tobogganing? Is that what it is? Um, yeah, down the wall. That was really dope uh, because everybody's reactions to it are great. Everybody turns into little children when they're doing something like that. Understandably, because you're on a giant slide.
0: Yeah, and that's, you're on a giant great. slide in a different way That sounds like tons of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: but I like seeing stuff like that. Um, and of course, because it was a preseason, a lot of the... Uh, rain players and stuff were there too so it's a nice mix of guys as well um and so that was really dope
0: and i just like the whole expanding you know the reach of hockey and it was nice seeing tiny little asian kids clamor for their autograph i was like no that's cute i liked that and they won so
1: right all good, good things. stuff all around also
0: they won against the canucks even better things <laughs> right? Right,
1: especially great
0: Tyler's hair game was on point.
1: Yeah, I feel like, you know, (laughs) champion status to Tyler Toffoli, who has just really worked on the curls
0: curls during the offseason. The curls are, (laughs) like that is, they are great right now. They're so curly. Right, yeah. It's
1: really wonderful. Doing good things there. Um, uh, I feel like a bunch of life stuff happened. Didn't a bunch of people get engaged? Did he get engaged this summer? I know Tanner he, Pearson did.
0: He got engaged this summer, yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, so everybody's growing up. That's pretty cool, too. I don't know. It's it's so strange. We strong. really
0: sound like people in rocking chairs. Like, oh, everyone's <laughs> getting engaged. Everyone's <laughs> well, growing
1: up. <laughs> we've been doing this for five seasons. It just is wild. Stuff is so different from how we started. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Are there... Okay. What are your... Other than Trevor Lewis, who we've established... What do you want to see out of players this season on the Kings? Any specific hopes for anyone?
0: I don't think I have any specific hopes. Um, I would like Dustin Brown, who has scored a goal, um, to do even better. Um, He's still, you know, former captain Dustin Brown, and still like, you know, following him just a bit with that. Um, So I really want him to improve, just like as a player, and do really well and see what he can do without that pressure on him, especially if the entirety of the team is kind of going to up their game in terms of their offensive output. So I'd really like to see that. Um, and I'd like to see the young guys get a chance to play. Um, I hope that John Stevens isn't one of those isn't like a Daryl Sutter, like you're in my doghouse kind of guy. He doesn't seem like he is. So I'm hoping that um, the young guys will get a chance to, to play and like stretch their legs out a little bit sooner um and a little bit more frequently than they might have in the past um but mostly just a general sense of you know people doing well
1: yeah it seems like so far he's letting younger guys like we talked about take an opportunity to just show what they've got and who knows how long that will last i mean obviously the kings are at the same time trying to figure out what the optimal roster is for them to continue to win games so um but I hope it you know lasts for a little while so we can really get to see what everybody can do and then they can start to really cement it um, as we get a little further into the season. Uh, I, yeah, I agree with that. I just want people to keep having opportunities and just to see what we've got. I feel like the Kings have bragged so much over the years about... Even though they haven't had a lot of top draft picks, they've managed to find really great talent in lower rounds. And I now is kind of the time to put up or shut up when it comes to that kind of thing because they still don't have a ton of wiggle room. So I hope this season we really get to see what the not only the players but what you know the development staff is made of. They've been working really hard. So let's yeah. see let's see what the fruits of the labor are in that area.
0: Exactly. Exactly. See how. How like they keep hold they kept holding people back for so long, like I feel like in other systems where those players were, they would have already gotten a chance to play with the team, and the kings have had like held them back in development just a little longer for um just a little bit more cooking, I guess, which is fine, whatever, but um, yeah, definitely now is the time. Uh, with all of the change-ups and things like that and if they're going to change kind of their style of play a little bit is to see if that has paid off and so that'll be very interesting to see
1: I think um my specific wants really are not are pretty much in line with I think the general consensus is which is that Andre Kopitar to have a bounce back season um because he underperformed last season and They scored two
0: goals so far, so. Yeah,
1: already off to a pretty decent start. Lots of, you know, good amount of points so far. Um, Tyler Toffoli was a 30-goal scorer two seasons ago, so I would like to see him reach that number again. That would be really cool. Um, So far, we've gotten to see the reunion of of that 70s line. Um, That's pretty great. Uh, They're always a lot of fun. And yeah, more success all around for those guys. Jeff Carter, he can't really do anything wrong. So keep being you, Jeff. Yeah, I want Jonathan Quick to have a strong, complete season because he spent so much time out last year. And now that he's had, you know, a couple groin injuries, it's going to always be in my head that he's over 30. And what if his groin is just like that? So I think it would be really nice if he just had a solid, complete season. Yeah. I feel like he deserves that. And also, I deserve it. <laughs>
0: <So> <laughs> I, I, yeah. You know what? Agreed. You really do deserve it. Um, the world deserves it, but mostly you deserve it. Yeah. Um, That's where
1: my real priorities are. My yeah. wants.
0: <laughs> I want Jeff Carter to continue to mentor and nurture all of the young ones. Um, he scored over 30 last season, so I, I hope that he does that again. Um, and encourages the others to do the same. And my um, my stretch goal, like this is a Kickstarter or something. My stretch goal right. for a Trevor Lewis is for him to get twenty.
1: Oh man, I'm just That's going so for it. That's so bold. I was thinking twenty 15.
0: Goals. No, 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 twelve last season. I'm going for twenty. <laughs> Do it, Trevor Lewis. Where can I bet money on this?
1: <laughs> That's so much pressure for Trevor. I know he, he I also got married <laughs> over the summer. Oh, did
0: he? Okay. He Life did. changes. See, maybe the the happiness of all of this means it will score 20. Minutes. I only know
1: that he got married because there was this one random picture that I think I saw on, like, Tumblr or something uh, from what I assume was his reception where half the dude's shirts were just gone. And now I will forever have this question in mind about what the hell kind of wedding did Trevor (laughs) Lewis have. It seems really wild. But congratulations. That's how they do it in Utah, I guess.
0: I'm assuming the answer is open bar. (laughs) Yeah. That's about
1: it. But it was really the only picture I needed to see from open, his open wedding. Bar,
0: open bar and fun friends. <laughs> that's, yeah. Those are the two things you need to have a rockin' wedding reception.
1: So congratulations to Trevor Lewis and the shirtlessness of all his friends. <laughs> it seems like it worked out really well. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty much all of my thoughts so far for the Kings. I don't think I'm forgetting anything. Anything else on your mind about this team, where they're headed, what they're up to, more shenanigans they should get into?
0: No, just more more goals, uh, more fun, more fast, uh, more behind the scenes. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's asking for much.
1: <laughs> um, craziness has been happening all over the NHL, though. Um, I watched... Part Well, like half of that first Oilers game and Connor McDavid scored a hat trick and it, everybody was like, that's super great. And then like shortly after that, Wayne Simmons completed a hat trick. And then over the next day or so, two more people had hat tricks. So season's off to a wild start. Lots of history being made. Yep. Alex Ovechkin had two hat tricks in two games. Um, How? Why? <laughs> What? It's nuts. It was like the Chicago Blackhawks scored 10 goals in their first game. The Leafs scored 7, I think. Um just nuts <laughs> all over the place.
0: Th- these games have been crazy. Like I don't understand. It's been all it's a lot of it's been high scoring. Um like the Leafs have been high scoring. What? Why? <laughs> How?
1: Oh man. And I think that a little bit of crazy fluctuation like that is pretty normal for the start of the NHL season, but it just seems like so much happened in just, like, the first two days. It wasn't even, like, in the first week a lot of craziness happened, or the first like two weeks. It was, like, the first two days. Here's all this nonsense. (laughs)
0: Let's Um, do all the things. Let's get all of the milestones just uh, out of the way right now.
1: Are there any other teams? I mean, we have, I think, for the past couple years kind of had staple teams that we like to watch other than the Kings, so... I know, like you like Dallas. I tend to watch a lot of Tampa. Are there other teams that you're looking forward to or want to watch more of this year?
0: I'm very excited. I'm just excited about the new team, the new guys, um, the Vegas Golden Knights. They're off to a great start. Um, horrible that they had to pit play their first home game, um, or just like their first team as a season in the wake of just like horrific tragedy. But um, I think the the tribute that they had in tonight's game which was just like beautifully done it was wonderful um and they put their money where the money where their mouth was in terms of scoring and i, I don't know i think the game is still going on as we're recording this um or it was Can 5-1 yeah, I, assume they're win. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I think it's gonna happen. I think um, it's fair
1: to say they've won their first three. <laughs> but
0: they've been doing really great. And I I like being here for the start of all of their all of their first this is like the baby steps, like who scored their first goal, who scored their first goal at home, who had the first shutout, who did the first of these. And it's just like a lot of fun to see that happen. And it's also strange. To see like an amalgamation of just like all these different players from all different teams, just trying to figure each other out and see how this is going to work. And so far, so good.
1: Yeah, it's also in the same way that the guys are trying to figure themselves out, and I'm sure other teams are trying to figure out how this new team plays, how they're coached, or whatever. It's also an opportunity for me as a viewer to constantly be like, "Oh, right, this guy's on this team. Oh, that's where he was." Nonstop, (laughs) nonstop. I'm surprised. Constantly. Every few seconds. Uh, But it's fun to see that (laughs) happen so far.
0: Oh, it's great. Um, Yeah, like the first time I watched the game, I was like, oh, yeah, James Neal is on this team. When did that (laughs) happen?
1: Oh, man. And then also tonight,
0: uh, Pierre just calling him, what was it, James Big Deal Neal? Oh, my God. (laughs) That's not his name. And two, that makes it just sound super sarcastic. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Is that really a compliment? Yeah, like, like,
0: big deal, whatever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, They also have a little bit of player drama so far. So, uh, Vadim Shipshov came over from the KHL, and the expectation was that he was going to be in their top six, play some big minutes with them, probably even on their top line. But his camp was not super impressive, so they sent him to their uh, minor league team, their AHL team. And now there are suddenly rumors like, is this dude going to go back to the KHL? The GM and uh, I think his agent were like, no, that's not the case. But it's like clearly something's happening. So Vegas off to a lot of winning, lots of fun, uh, some drama. They're just diving right into this NHL thing. And I'm
0: enjoying it. Hey, that's great. They're Like I said, all of their firsts are getting out of <laughs> yeah. the way right now. So uh, early. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. Just uh get right into the thick of it. No no wading into the water, just uh cannonball right in.
1: Some other like first stuff, not to do with Vegas, but so um, the forward, Capitals forward, I believe, Nathan Walker scored his first goal, which also happened to make history because it was the first time an Australian player scored in the history of the NHL. So that's pretty dope. But then personally for him, which was also pretty crazy, is not then he got a call from the Prime Minister of Australia, um, the head of the Parliament, so... Just an average day, I guess. Score your first goal. Score, score
0: your first goal, getting a call from your nation's leader. <laughs> right, No big yeah. deal. But like, w- like we were talking about with Chen, like growing the game. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was nuts because I was like, oh, I guess I had, hadn't really thought that much about the fact that there hadn't been an Australian player. Um, and now there is. That's dope. <laughs>
0: That, that's awesome. That's really cool.
1: Then there's just like some other like random news that has happened, little tidbits that I find either funny or bizarre. Um, the first one is a funny one, which is that the other day uh, Devil's player Blake Coleman like was in the penalty box and a lot of guys use that time to drink Gatorade, and, you know rehydrate and stuff like that. He had a teammate bring him a jar of pickle juice. Like I know people drink pickle juice for because it's supposedly you know gives you more electrolytes adds, you know, sodium and stuff helps with cramping is the theory. But just to see somebody bring a jar of pickles to the penalty box so he could chug a little bit was hilarious to me. Because
0: it's one thing to like drink it, but it's one thing to just drink it like straight out of the jar that it came from. <laughs>
1: yeah. Not even like a pickle shot, just hand me the Yeah, jar. exactly.
0: Like I've, I've had a pickle shot, cool. It's in a shot glass. No big deal. It feels a little bit more normal than if you're just Drinking. It, it's like... If you're, if you're having, like, a martini or something, you're like, I'll just have the olive juice on the side. Please don't put it in a glass. I would like to yeah. drink it straight from the jar.
1: <laughs> just give it all to me. That's what it was. And just to see, like, you know, him open the penalty box door and somebody pass him this jar of pickle juice, so which non-shalant. might have also had pickles in it. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's, that's the thing, too. I'm like, what sort of, like, seed sediment is still, like, rolling around? I have a jar of pickles in my fridge right now. I know exactly what's floating around in there. You don't just drink that without straining it? I don't know. This seems weird. <laughs> and I love pickles, but I'm like, that's bizarre. Yeah,
1: so that visual was really amusing to me, as it was for a lot of people on Twitter. Um, the other thing, weird thing that happened this week that was not funny, was just super bizarre, is this Czech newspaper reported that um, Yuri Hudler, who used to play in the NHL, uh, like for the Flames, was on a flight and demanded cocaine from a flight attendant. And she thought he meant soda. And he was like, no, it meant drugs. And then she was like, well, we can't give you that because it's cocaine. And he apparently threatened her life and then tried to pee on a food cart. What is happening? Assuming assuming the report is true. I, I mean, obviously, I don't speak Czech. I don't know. I didn't follow any of these sources, but just this report, if that is true... That is, what a wild day on a plane for anyone, really. But I was not expecting any of that. <laughs> Can you imagine it's so sitting wild. on
0: the plane and, like, seeing that? It's, like, one thing to be like, oh, that, like, crazy person is doing all this stuff. And then you slowly start to realize, like, why does that man seem familiar? Oh, I remember at the NHL Awards, he was shuffling up from his seat, like, shoeless to accept right, an award. Yeah. Um, oh, that's him just demanding cocaine and trying to a oh, food cart. no.
1: He was so Super charming normal. at the NHL Awards. What happened?
0: <laughs> I know. Because I was just like, oh, he's probably drunk because it's Vegas. Cool. No big deal. And this is kind of a uh, a leap.
1: Yeah. So I hope he's okay. Like, I don't – you never know, like, with drugs, like, if someone just is using them recreationally and they just – had a bad trip or something. Um, so if if he has a problem, that is horrible. Um, and I hope he gets help. But if this is just, like, a really bad decision he made one time that went really horribly for him, what that also, like, on a plane is terrible because you can't really go anywhere, right? No. Like, you're just on this plane. And everybody knows that you just caused all kinds of drama. So... Yeah, what a time. What a story to read. That (laughs) surprised me. And I I felt like I maybe saw it after it was published, so I missed if there was any discussion around it online. So it was a lot of me just being like, I can't believe this happened. And then trying to find tweets about it and nobody talking about it because I was probably late and being like, really? This is nuts. Please talk (laughs) about
0: this. Uh,
1: So yeah, that was that report as well that I saw that I just had to bring up.
0: (laughs) From what I hear, he's... He's a pretty big drinker. You know, he mm. has a good time in that sense. So um, that's definitely a part of it. But whether or not, like, w- what is happening here? Like, no idea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why did you pee on the food cart? The bathrooms are right there. I don't know. I just have it questions. Like,
0: it makes sense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Anything else from this week that you thought was interesting?
0: No. <laughs> this is. i was just getting back into the swing the hockey swing of it um and i'm just i'm glad that it's been so exciting the first uh few days um so and the kings have been off to a good start and i hope that that continues i'm hoping that this is a good omen and not um just like a fake out to like the winter death knell and then not making the playoffs
1: like let's just keep mm-hmm. going up Yeah, just more fun, more of everything. Um, I do one quick shout out to JT Brown, who has been, I think, amazing in a lot of ways over the last year. um, When he's spoken out about any sort of either social issue or political issue um, in a league that does not like to acknowledge those things or their validity at all. Um, he has been really outspoken, and then he you know, had his own public protest, the first person in the NHL to do any kind of protest related to what's been going on in the NFL and the police brutality and racial inequality. So that was really dope, so I do want to shout that out. Um, I think that's probably the only other bit of news that I was like excited by this week in terms of the NHL.
0: It's nice to see people actually say something and do something because it's like at the point where you can't just be silent or you can't just uh, like go with the flow of it Um, because I think that that hurts, you know, almost as much as people being actively against it. You know, like it's, you need your allies and they need to be vocal. And we've talked about it before about how the NHL has been and, continues to be very exclusive and very, um, like isolating, uh, in that sense. And it's nice to see someone actively speak out about it without worrying about like repercussions or, um, just like anything else.
1: Yeah, and he, I mean, you know, he's not a star player. He has been a really That's solid right player on his team, but if they wanted to give his job to somebody else, they could, and it wouldn't be that difficult. So, yeah, he's risking a lot to speak out about what matters to him. Yeah. Um, and like you were talking about with the isolation thing, there there was a piece with quotes from like Devontae Smith-Pelly who talked about like even though you know that you have friends on the team and stuff, you do feel that loneliness when it comes to certain aspects of your life and your career. Um, so we know that these guys feel lonely. And then so for them, some of them gave statements and stuff before JT Brown's protest. Um, but he was the first person to do something during a game during the anthems. That was really brave of him, I thought. And I hope. uh, I think. I think you're right. Like at this point, you have to pick a side, and so that's why you have with like the Penguins. Like you can't have people like Sidney Crosby or their coach Mike Sullivan being like it's not about politics because at this point it's super is. I mean, it always was, but you can't cop out at all by now. Yeah, Um, especially since
0: maybe you say it's not about politics, but the person you're gonna go see is now because of your acceptance of this, like touting you guys as patriots and uh you know like the right people for coming to visit and supporting him like you are now on his side you're now part of it and i know people bring up the whole thing that like um tim thomas didn't go to the white house which is fine he had every right to but it's true a lot of people did like jumped down his back for that one like oh like it's it's not about politics uh, you know you should go and just go um, but I think it's it's kind of a different time now.
1: yeah and also for me like with the Tim Thomas thing like obviously I can't speak for everyone ever but for me it any jokes or, or whatever that I made about Tim Thomas was not because I thought he should respect the office of the presidency. Even though I personally had a plenty of respect for the office of the presidency and that particular president, it was more that I thought he was wrong. I thought his opinions were stupid. I still do. <laughs> so <laughs> Tim Thomas is probably somewhere talking about how kneeling is garbage, and guess what? He's still wrong and still garbage. So that's how I felt about it. Um, it wasn't about like anything hypocritical. I just fundamentally disagree with the dude.
0: <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, hey, I get like at this point, I'm just like, good on you. I guess like even though I don't agree for right right i'm not gonna go cool Mm -hmm. that's stand up for yourself awesome like to the jeers of a lot of people but all right like that's what you believe in and i am disappointed um that some people would not do the same if they didn't actually feel in line with you know what's going mm-hmm. on right now. Yeah, like it's one thing part- if you're. It's, it's one thing if you're like fine with it. You're like, yeah, I'm okay with everything. I'm gonna go to the White House. This is cool. Uh, but if you're like, oh well, I'm in the middle, or like, oh, I don't agree with his politics or anything that's going on, but I'm gonna go anyway. I'm just like, mm, that's a bummer.
1: Yeah, that's weak. <laughs> yeah. You're whack. <laughs> you're a coward. <laughs> um, yeah, that makes me lose. I mean, not that I have necessarily more respect for somebody who is brazenly like pro-Trump or pro, like, being a hateful racist bastard. But at least they're clear about where they stand. Whereas if you're kind of trying to play both sides, it's like probably you think some really shitty things. You just don't want people to get mad at you. And I lose respect even quicker (laughs) for that because it feels like you're trying to trick me, um, which is dumb and bad and doesn't work. So, yeah, I think people should be clear about where they stand or at the very least if they feel like with someone like Cindy Crosby like he had this quote the yesterday or the day before where he was saying like again that's not about politics I was raised thinking that politics is not in sports well you were raised wrong in that aspect you're incorrect um but also if you just genuinely don't know enough about it just say that you know just say like I don't feel like I'm equipped to answer these questions or to speak to this truthfully, blah, blah, blah. Like there are ways to answer it without being like a dismissive douchebag about it. And a lot of people don't care to or don't know how to do that still, which is ridiculous um, in this league. So yeah, but I'm thankful for people like JT Brown who are thoughtful and smart and trying to figure out how to respond to all of the stuff going on um, in ways that are attempting to move the conversation forward rather than deflecting or, um, you know, anything else. And it's it's really bold and really brave and cool to see. And I hope that inspires some people, adults, children, whoever, because um, I think it's important.
0: Agreed. Very much agreed.
1: So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Excited for a new season of hockey. Um, we will Go back to doing these every week, barring any random weekends that stuff goes on. Like, earlier this week, our site got hacked. And so for a second, I was like, maybe we can't record because <laughs> where am I going to put it?
0: Wait, maybe um, it's a bad omen. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: But we have already overcome that adversity and we are doing this. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to be back. Anything else from you before we get out of here?
0: No, I'm just I'm just excited. The uh, Kings are at the top of the Pacific right now. Uh, Woo! <laughs> So, good start. I'm real, I'm real stoked. Um, Because who knows how many more times we're going to get to say that for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, hopefully we can still say that by tomorrow night when I have a chance to edit this (laughs) and post it.
0: Or there's going to be just like a sad postscript just like, nah, everything changed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're they're no longer at the top. Um, But for now, we're winners and hopefully we can stay feeling like winners tomorrow.
0: (laughs) Hopefully we can stay feeling 22
1: oh yeah true the best way to end this (laughs) Um, all right guys um as usual for the fifth season in a row be good to each other take care of yourselves you know where to find us we pay attention to twitter we will actually start updating that more now oh yeah
0: i'm I'm, I'm remembering (laughs) social media again i remember that's the thing that i'm supposed to be on
1: (laughs) back into the groove um and yeah that's pretty much it and we will talk to you next week bye everybody Bye, guys.